welcome to open the can.zw where we explore the humanity and christianity bars which is not only exciting because it rhymes but more so because it's been long overdue oh my gosh i messed that up restart no go on go on you know what let me let me take it from here hi welcome to open the can.zw where we explore the humanity in christianity which is not only exciting because it rhymes but also because it's been a long overdue conversation today is part two of the discussion vision 2020 where we are yet again joined by Ishanesu, which is spelled I-S-H-E-A-N-E-S-U. And because this is part two, we highly recommend you go check out part one. So in continuing, in continuing, please do continue with how you got to be where you are. So just a quick um, catch-up session. I feel like this is, you know, the beginning of an episode where they're like, last Previously. Previously, <laughs> yes. So, you know, previously. <laughs> Do you, wanna, you can do the previously for us, since, you know, per intro, what else are plot? Mm. Previously. Thank you. You have, you have to say what happened previously now. Oh, oh, no, but then people usually press the skip button when it oh, says... Well, I don't think people can skip, because they're ready here. Okay. Previously. We talked about how I got into my faith, about the my, pornog- my battle with pornography and lust, and about coincidences how they're not actually coincidences Ah! we're just continuing from there so why this is such an important discussion to have vision division 2020 that's the topic of well division 2020 part two why it's such an important topic we want to continue discussing as we then spoke about how within faith there are some things that you have clarity on because you saw them but then to explain to another person that like ah so um i see things or oh i had a dream that this is gonna happen you know it's it's a bit sus if you're not if you're not within the system so just continue from there Ishii's gonna tell us about how he ended up where he is and to those that haven't checked out last week's episode please do or those that are joining us again welcome back right now he is tell us where you are Tell us where you are and what you're doing. Barcelona. Yes, you're Barcelona. <laughs> Ask me what I'm doing. Ask me what I'm doing. What are you doing? I'm playing football. He's playing football, soccer to yes, <laughs> Zimbabwean American listeners. But yeah, he's playing football. And like we spoke about last week, he, he knew he was going to do that when he was 15. And I thought it was a hobby. You know, I thought it was cute. I thought it was adorable. But yeah, here we are. So just, you know... Go on, tell us more about that. Okay, so continuing from where I left off last time, um, I'm now 17. I'm now training every day, training every morning, you know, putting that work in. And then 2020 came, and I was supposed to go play in the Dr. Pepper's um, soccer tournament in the United States. Quite a big tournament, and I was going to play for, for a team that had given me a scholarship the year before. But I, I wasn't going to go because I had to finish my eleven. So now it's time to go play for that tournament. And then, you know what happened? COVID hit. So obviously, I was, I was, I was really angry. I was angry at God even. But, you know, we, we moved. And my whole um, transformation happened, how I started moving with Christ. And then one night, I asked, I asked God, God, what am I, what am I going to do now? Because I'm about to write my exams and I don't know what to do from then. Where am I going to go? And that night I had a dream where a really vivid dream I, I even recorded 
everything, you know, every detail. But the summary is I was playing football in, in Barcelona. I was speaking Spanish. And I, well, I don't speak Spanish, but these guys were speaking to me in Spanish and I was understanding everything. At the time, I didn't speak Spanish. Now, you know, <laughs> obviously, after the gym, I was like, oh my gosh. And I, I told my friends, I didn't tell my parents yet because you know, I didn't know how they were going to react. So I told my friends, I told everyone else. And then my... And then one night we were in the kitchen, we're just chilling. We're now hanging out more because it's lockdown and you know how families are forced to hang out. And now we're hanging out more. And my dad just starts preaching. Like he just starts preaching. And that's what he does. He just starts preaching at random times. And he starts talking about Peter and stepping out, you know, stepping out of the boat. And I I just watched a sermon about that. the, the previous. And he's talking about Peter and how he stepped out of the boat. And, What's mad is I just watched a sermon about that um, in the Faith series by Mike Todd. And I took that as, as a sign saying, okay, now you can go and tell your dad about your dream and everything. And so he walked out of the kitchen, you know, with swag because he had just dropped a bomb sermon. He goes to his room and then I follow him and then I start chatting to him. I start telling him, you know, I had this dream and this is what happened. And then from then I just told him everything. <sighs> My whole transformation, pornography. And, and you know what? I thought it was going to be weird, but at the time it was so nice. It was so, you know, and then he called my mom and then we talked, we talked. And then the following day, they told me that they know a family. Okay. So this is how they know the family that stays here. Here my sister plays Barcelona. Yeah. In Barcelona, my bad. My sister plays tennis. And when she goes for tournaments, she goes with my mom. But this one time, my dad was like, nah, I'm going. He didn't even know why he wanted to go, but he said, nah, I'm going. And it was in Mauritius. So they go. Then they see this family speaking Shona. Then my dad goes, oh, you're from Zimbabwe. And then she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> then they talk, they talk, they talk. And then at the end of it all, my dad then finds out that their son plays football and has been playing since he was like five years old. And he's now 14. And um, the father of the house is is a fifa certified coach and this was when i this was um the year that i told them i want to play football right so, so you were 15 at this age so, exactly and right now so you're 18. three years later and now i'm 18 so three years later guy it wasn't a coincidence because everything lined up perfectly you know and three years later i told them this dream and then they're like oh my gosh you know and and they started talking and they planned this whole thing out. And here I am. Here you are. And honestly, just even thinking of the magnitude of that, like how we just went about. So your sister, Tariwa, had to be yes. born. She had to at some point have picked up a tennis racket and be like, okay, let's see how this is going to go about. She had yeah. to have been good enough to go there. They had to have been brave enough to step out of their own individual boat and interact with the Zimbabwean family. This Zimbabwean family, however, they were where they were at that time. They had to be there. This is this is when you're 15 and yeah. then three years zoom by, right? So at this point you were eight, you're turning 19 this year, by the way. So at this point you're now this point you're now 18 and it's like, oh, remember that time you told us you wanted to play soccer? Then we laughed at you, so you cried. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> we we had happened to meet it's it's incredible. It's like when you just think about 
the brilliance of God, the intentionality of God. So even thinking about the miracle of being alive, like so many things had to happen. Your parents during, your parents is like parents, your grandparents during the Chimbrenga had to not die because they had to give birth <laughs> to your parents. And then even yeah. beyond that, your parents had to meet, they had to be like, oh, you know, fine girl, come into my yard, right? Had to get married, had to have you. It's 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 crazy. It's oh my gosh, it's it's incredible. And I'm literally as excited as I sound right now when I talk about this, because when you sit down and you really think about it, you think about the people you've met, the experiences mm. you've had, how it's all tied in to tie in to tie in to tie in. Even when you speak about the sermon that um, Mike Todd had or the one you listened to at that time, then your dad yeah. preaching the exact same thing, having had no, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. It's amazing, really. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And again, back to our topic, you know, Vision 2020. There's mm. a lot of, there's a special vision. I want to say that I, because that's very like a cult exotic. But there is like special glasses or special perspective you do get, not only when you choose to intentionally commit your life to God, but when you maintain that relationship. So when, like, yeah, sometimes there are some situations that you avoid because you can see into them. And that sounds very, like, I want to say spooky, but it sounds a lot more elaborate than it actually is because you have that. So, you know, when sometimes you just don't, feel like doing something and then you yeah. go that small voice that's like ah isn't then you go for yeah. it anyways and then i remember this one time it was during exams and during exams we never did anything else beyond that so we didn't have cultural activities we didn't have sporting activities and then yeah. i wanted to go to the to the restroom, right? I went there and there was some hot goss going on in that time. I I, feel, I completely forgot what people were chatting about. But I remember, oh, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember when last night. <laughs> I remember having this very strong conviction and we use these words, words like conviction, whatever. But I just had this feeling that I should just yeah. not be here. People were making noise. It was a hot ghost, whatever. And then he's like, no, I was like, ah, Ashnabasa. I promise you, it's that two minutes later, the head of, or oh, I can't say that, but the teacher, one of the teachers came and we all got manual. And for me, I wasn't even touched by the fact that I got manual. But the fact that I could have avoided it, I yeah. had the feeling, I had that leave this place but i was like uh-huh, uh-huh, nothing deep nothing deep nothing deep so you know discernment listening to the spirit having sensitivity to the spirit mm. and knowing that how does this look how does this sound like because i know a lot of times when it's talking about how you know and, and there's a sermon where Mel's Monroe talks about this and he's speaking about how when your pastor is like oh god gave me a word he's just saying i had an idea that's really what it is. That's yeah. really what he's saying. Like, oh, I had an idea. Or even when I'm like, oh, I had this strong conviction. Mm, I just felt like I should not be there. And I feel yeah. like sometimes when we use these words, it becomes a lot more intangible to people, especially if you exist in spaces where those words are casually used. Like, oh, I had a revelation. It's like, huh? yeah vision yeah we have it you have this vision you have this clarity but sometimes it's just it's okay to be like oh you know 
I have a feeling this isn't your portion because sometimes you don't want to scare people away. You don't want to be like, yeah. ah, like oh, you're just be like, ah, let's go float away. I just want to go. I just want to go. So yeah, back to you. And yeah, when you were talking about um the conviction thing, that's that's how I make most of, okay. All of, no, not all of most of my decisions now because sometimes I can be stubborn and not listen to my conviction. But that's how I make most of my decisions now because, like, for example, there was a time I was just now doubting myself. You know, my, when COVID hit, my, my ability, because I wasn't training much anymore, I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, you know what, I should just give this up. And then that same afternoon, I was supposed to have a lesson, a chemistry lesson. And chemistry, so I was struggling because I wasn't paying attention. So I had to go for this lesson. But then one of my friends messaged me and said, yo, we're going to play, we're going to play football today. Then I was like, I have a chem lesson to go to, but these guys are going out to play. What am I supposed to do? And then something just pushed me to, to you know, to, I was convicted to go and play. And then I told the chem, and you know what? I thought she was going to say, you're not going to go. And I thought she was going to call my mother and say, this guy is trying to to fuck my lesson. But she said, you can go. It's fine. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I went. And then usually, and then I thought I was going to feel like guilty because I was driving. I, and I felt so at peace. It was so nice. And I went, I played. And then this other guy was there. And he he plays out of the car. I forgot where he plays. But on some professional thing. And he was there. And I was able to keep up. That's when I saw that, okay, you, you can still play. You can still do your thing. So go for it. Yeah. And even when you speak about that feeling of peace, I think that's something to zero in on, especially in your faith. Because a lot of the time you have to make very bold and daring decisions and not just about, you know, the grand purpose of things, but even for yourself. Am I going to go for that party? Am I not? Am I making the right decision? Am I not? And from what I've yeah. seen or from my own experiences is you have this resounding sense of peace. I know for me, when I was applying for uni, I applied to different universities, but there was just this one university that I felt at peace about. That's the, which I then got accepted into that one. So, you know, yay for God, yay, yay for success and things happening. <laughs> and I always felt at peace about this university. So at this point, I've applied to three different universities. Two out of three have accepted me. Which one has not accepted me? The only university I felt at peace about. So in the past, I would like start panicking because I'm like, okay, yeah. what is going on? Why did they not want me? Is this a sign? Like, cause you start getting confused. Like, okay, maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't go into this uni. And I remember though, around, I think a few days before I got my acceptance from the university, my parents were now like, hand it to the same degree, just go to a different university, you know? Cause at the same, end of the day, right? Yeah, I yeah. to now be like, no, I have to go to this one because I felt a piece about it. Because I know even for applying for certain things at that university, they ask, be like, oh, uh, why why was this the uni for you? I know for me to type like, oh, yes, I felt a piece about you, Jay. Hey, 
Uh, yeah. That would have <laughs> been quite chaotic. So just having this resounding piece about things, just making your decisions and not so much prioritizing your feelings because your feelings are very deceptive, very, hey, they'll lie to you because if you really want something badly enough, say, for example, you want this person to be your husband, surely you're going to say that, I just had a feeling it was, no, 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 no. Don't always check with the word, always check with God, like, okay, is this what you want for me? Is this, am I going about this? And with, like having the prayer of, if this is not my portion, show me. Don't do that half-heartedly because you will be shown. And it's not a question of, okay, are you now going to act on it? Because I'm sure in your position, it's 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 interesting in that, okay, you're doing this, you're a Zimbabwean, just like the rest of us. Well, not the rest of us, me, and hopefully the other Zimbabweans and people listening to, but even just being African. And you're telling your parents that I want to deviate from the set standard of going to formal education and the development of Kumutamba Bora. That's a very daring decision to make because if it, it won't fail, right? But you do have yeah. that feeling of, okay, if I fail, people are going to be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say you navigate that beyond this feeling of peace, but just having confidence in, I may not be right, but I feel this is where I should be right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I said before, it was when my dad confirmed the sermon that I just watched before that I was like, okay, I just got a boost of, I don't even know where it came from because before I didn't, I didn't really talk to my parents like that. Of course we talked, but not to that deep, deep personal level. And once he had confirmed, you know, that whole thing, then I was like, sure, let's, let's just go for it. Let's just jump in and see what happens. And that's what I did. Yeah. And just speaking on faith and vision. So in your sense, you're saying that ah, it was as clear as day. You could have been wrong. You could have been grossly wrong. I would be here. I'd be laughing at you. Like I remember those times where I would let us border. Here you are studying your mining degree. Like it could have <laughs> been counter. But it's even have having faith in not knowing and saying that. Even if I'm wrong, God, you're still going to be with me. Even if mm-hmm. I mess up, you're still going to show up for me. Even when you spoke about how coincidence is just like coincidence is just not it's not a thing. Yeah, we don't we don't support that here. But just knowing yeah. that, okay, even if it quote unquote looks like a mistake, it's probably going to balance itself out in the end. And just having that faith in very big, very bold situations. Because if you have it with small things, like okay, God. Today, I'm going to turn right. I have no guarantee that a car isn't going to come and slam into me. And even if it does slam into me, I'm just going to have faith that you will still be here. And the way you go about your life, a lot of risks that you take, a lot of things that you're daring enough to do, they pay off. And even if they don't, you have someone to hold accountable. Yeah, They're like, God, you said your, your plans for, for me are to prosper. Right now, I'm not pl- prospering. I will wait. The <laughs> prospering must come because that's what you said. And you will only know yeah. these things if you, again, read your Bible. Like, go and read your Bible. See the promises right. that God Thanks. has for you. Hold them accountable. You know, I know for me, during the entire examination series, um, during the entire examination series when I wrote my A levels, every time I entered an exam room, I was like, God, you are here. 
you are here. I have spoken, like you are here. The presence of the Lord is here. And just knowing the promises that he has, always being in the presence of God, you really, you're very daring about life. You're the type of Zimbabwean who's going to be in Barcelona playing soccer when others are picking degrees to do. It, it comes with a lot of faith. And we love you. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. We love being bold. bold. We love being daring. I was going to say boring. I was going to say bold and daring. We love, <laughs> we love, we love being bold. We love being daring. We don't like being boring. We don't, we don't do that. Yeah. But we that's are that's actually that's coming to the end of our discussion. Like the end. The, there's no part three, please. Part three? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no part surely three. Surely they're not tired of my voice by now. They need yeah, a part three. No, no, no. I think they're tired. They need a tired. part three. <laughs> As we come to the end of this discussion, we love to get a lot more intimate with our guests. And the question that we are going to ask today is, what would you say is your favorite thing about God? Didn't tell me there was a surprise question. Hence why it's called a surprise. Anyway, the thing I love about God is he's He's never going to let me down. Because the way I see it is, Okay, just look at where you are right now. And just look at where I am right now. And if God has taken me this far, he's not a fool to then just let me go. You know? So he's he's never going to let me down. Yeah, honestly. And you know, there's a verse about that in the Bible where God says, oh, it was not God, but it's someone talking about God. I think it's in Philippians. It must be. It's Philippians 3. Something, something. <laughs> and it's saying, um, he who began, I have faith in that he who began a good work in you will not just leave it in jail, right? That if God, yeah. the God who began a good work in you, will see it till its end or we'll see it in fruition. And I think that's 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 how we're gonna leave it here. That's that's how we're gonna yeah. end the podcast. And to find out more about open the cat.w, check us out on our Instagram page and at our blog page, which is the Pew Leaflet, just to find out more about people and their faith. Explore with us the humanity in Christianity. And with that, we've come to the end of our discussion. Bye. Bye.